Welcome to our show. The expansion packed, here we go. It's really fun and it's only begun. It's the expansion packed. What's up, folks? Welcome back to the expansion packed. My name is Heidi. And I am the kid at prom that hangs out by the buffet table. I'm Bridget. They have been yays? They have <laughs> been yays? They have uh, too many bananas. Oh, they have all the bananas, though. That's, that's the newest sitcom. Too many bananas. Too many bananas on Disney. Um, <laughs> You're watching Disney Channel. Disney Channel. <laughs> Hi, I'm Bridget from Too Many Bananas, and you're watching Disney. Oh my god! Whoa, since I love we, this alternate universe. Since you know copyright, can we not even speak the name? I don't know. I'm scared. Disney's in a big lawsuit right now. They're intense. But anyway, we're two long distance buddies attempting to keep connected through watching TTRP. RPGs like this one, Dimension 20, Fantasy High, or an episode 16, which is Prom Apocalypse. Uh, it doesn't you say part sure one, but are. it is technically part one of Prom yeah. Apocalypse. You know, we're hitting it, hitting it fast and loose, kids. Whoa. <laughs> we're hitting it. We're hitting it. Uh, here we are. <laughs> yeah, and I do want to explain a little something. We this is our second time recording this episode, which isn't it a sure new is. thing for us. <laughs> It isn't a new thing for us. We've done, we've, I've done this before. It's been my fault every time, Hello, I think. Hello, darkness, um, my old friend. Yeah, dude. Uh, but, uh, so, we've recorded this before, um, but when I went to go edit, I could not find my audio file. I could find Bridget's, but not my own. And, you know, as fun as that experience definitely would have been, actually, if I had just posted your side. <laughs> imagine just posting mine because i have my headphones in so it's literally just me talking that it's would have been amazing you. an entire one-sided conversation of me on an entire episode for the finale i also i have to tell you the other thing i thought about doing was not telling you that <laughs> that i lost it and instead attempting to listen to it while I spoke and try to fill in my side. Uh, but that would have been fucking insane. I, I would have, <laughs> have lost loved my it. mind. I appreciate your dedication. I appreciate your commitment. I appreciate your efforts. I appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, but I lost <laughs> my, as things happen, you know, you, you know, guys, it's been, uh, I think we can all agree that 2020 hasn't been the best year. Hey, uh, you know, for anybody. You know those times where uh, everything is wrong? <laughs> yeah, man. Everything sucks. Uh, so, you know, you know, we're going to record it again. And uh, we're not going to re-record the next episode, which is episode 17, part two of Prompocalypse. We're going to keep the original one we recorded a while ago. So if there are inconsistencies or if there's something we allude to in episode 17, then too bad. We <laughs> don't allude to here too bad I'm, I'm know that that could happen i don't i don't anticipate it happening but know that maybe maybe i'm gonna happens. talk about completely different things i know this for a fact because i oh, know God. myself 
Yeah, I mean, we're gonna, we're already on a different streak than we were before. I know that for sure. But just be aware that that's what's going on. If that's what happened, if that is what's happening. So, uh, and welcome that, to this the, is the darkest reason why. timeline. Yeah, guys, uh, you were already here. I'm so sorry to tell you. We're but... all wearing terrible goatees, and I've <laughs> lost an arm. <laughs> oh no, I'm wearing an eye patch. Um, <laughs> Like Fabian, um, which is a thing I thought of today while I was rewatching some of the episode just to like really get back into the mood of it. I was thinking to myself, oh my god, nobody addresses this. Uh, like nobody in the like adventuring party says anything about him now wearing an eye patch and having lost an eye, but he does have a gaping wound in his face during the entire fight uh, that is only covered by. He didn't go to a doctor. No, and I don't think uh, he's That's going to get infected. <laughs> I mean, luckily they have magic, so it should be okay. I think he's going to... I mean, <sighs> spoiler alert, no joke, Fabian's going to be fine. <laughs> I can tell you that, at least. Sepsis but... is no joke, you guys. Come on, clean those wounds. No. I know. I know that sepsis is no joke. I once worked at, at our job uh, that we worked together in New York. We worked at a theater that also did events for, you know, lots of different things. A lot of the times it was... Really? I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, uh, sometimes it was like, uh, you know, tech, you know, conventions, coding, you know, conventions and things like that. Other times it was memorials for usually Broadway people or artists. I once went to, well, I didn't go to, I once was working a memorial for someone uh, and uh, they had died of sepsis. <laughs> So I know how serious it was a very beautiful and sad memorial. I remember crying at work, so that was always fun. Um, but I know the seriousness of Tend sepsis. to your wounds, children. Be, be careful, guys. Uh, but Fabian's going to be okay. Wounds. Fabian has the added advantage of being uh, awesome. in a magical world and being awesome. <laughs> Just being uh, awesome. <laughs> hey, you know, sometimes if you're awesome, sometimes it saves you sometimes... from left life-threatening infections not true not a thing nope not at all uh, but speaking <laughs> i'm a speaking, doctor yeah speaking of awesome how about you hit us with an awesome recap oh i guess i will um oh boy i can count you into it but i know no, you I'm like to tell us i'm trying to figure out what who it should be sponsored by oh man who is it gonna be is it the caterer of of the prom or trying to think of episode centric things a bank I, an exploding bank um i think it's sponsored by too many bananas on disney yeah. <laughs> on disney <laughs> on disney sponsored by disney <laughs> the disney corporation Featuring bridget mundy <laughs> i'm bridget and she's heidi and you're watching disney the Disney Channel. The Disney, the Disney Chanel. The Disney Chanel. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, you ready? Ready. I'll count you in. Alrighty. Three, two, one. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Recap Corner. Today, it's prom time, baby, yet again, because it's take two. Golden Horde turns into a big, scary dragon, and they talk uncomfortably about his dick. 
like too much. Uh, Gorgo and Fig make some sweet moves at the beginning, uh, but it's really not looking good for a lot of people. Uh, Gorthalax comes back, which is great. Um, Dane gets killed immediately. I totally called that. Jawbone comes back and climbs into Gorthalax slash Calvaxis's mouth. And everything goes bad. Penelope fucking wrecks shop, dude. Calvaxis fucking wrecks shop. Everybody goes down. And then the most epic event ever that nobody was expecting, Allie was just like, hey, let me try to roll a nat 20. And fucking does and comes back from the dead. And we're on that for a cliffhanger, my dudes. It's yeah. wild. Yeah. That was how, a fantastic recap. How much time did I have? You had a few, like a solid five, six seconds, I believe. Whoa, guys. Yes, very good. Talk about concise. (laughs) That's me. (laughs) (laughs) Words never used to describe Bridget Mundy before. This is a first, people. Here I am. I'm going to put it on my resume. Good. I love that. Special skills. Concise. (laughs) And I'm not going to elaborate. (laughs) No explanation. I'm no, gonna pull uh, a David Lynch when somebody asks me to elaborate. I'm just gonna look at them and go, no. No, I love that. That's a power move for sure. It is. A power um, move. but yeah, this episode starts pretty pretty serious. Everybody's in the mood for a serious combat. Yeah. Doesn't start off too too silly. Uh, Brennan goes around and introduces everybody, uh, and everyone is quite serious in that moment, and it's and very fun. I everyone love it. is dressed up! It's so cute! Yes. Everyone yes. is dressed up like they're going to prom! It's so yes. nice! It's very cute. Siobhan is in a lovely, uh, if not a dress, a lovely top that looks like it is a dress, uh, and then everybody else is in uh, you know, ties and button-ups and suits and stuff like that. It's so cute! <laughs> Except Brennan. <laughs> Except Brennan. Brennan dresses up all the time. He doesn't need to. He's wearing Very a button true. down in almost every single episode. Boy, you fine. <laughs> you can you can take a day off. You can take a little casual Friday, okay? <laughs> He's doing a lot of work anyway. Brennan, You're doing you know. the best you can. You don't need to dress up. Also, you're not even there. You weren't invited to prom. That's very upsetting. I'm very sorry you weren't invited to prom. But he doesn't need to be invited to prom because he made prom. He oh, made he the... made prom. Oh, he oh. made this prom. He <laughs> made prom. <laughs> yeah, we see the set. The set looks sick. It's a sweet gymnasium. It looks pretty uh, There's sick. even a little banner that says, A Night to Remember with a K, which he made sure to point out last time. Uh, and everybody's looking fine. Everybody looks great. There's a shit ton of bananas. And life would be great if there wasn't an impending... Uh, apocalypse sort yeah. of coming. You know, just the usual. You know, just the usual. Uh, so the kids immediately spring into action uh, with Fig yes. and Gorka kind of kind of taking the initiative. Yeah, because they both rolled a natural 20 for their initiative. So Fig goes oh, yeah, first. Uh, she grabs Gorga because he's next to go, and they immediately dimension door to the stage uh, to try <laughs> and get... She turns and goes... Do you trust me? <laughs> trust me <laughs> on this. Very Aladdin move. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, very Aladdin of her. Because um, Dimension Door is a fantastic spell, and it can take her up to 500 feet away. So they yeah. make it across the, you know, across the prom floor in no time. She drops Gorgug off and is like, get the crown! And then pieces out on her skateboard. Pieces out on the skateboard. Fucking shredding. She is worthy of those dwarf skaters now. 
Yeah, man. Totally. She's got her own skateboard. That should be a reunion thing. That should be an epilogue thing. It's like she shows up with her skateboard to the to the Mithril factory and is like, hey guys, I can shred now. I can shred now. I fit in. I'm one of you now. <laughs> yes. What is up, my fellow tweens? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am chill and cool. <laughs> I am chill. Can I hang with you? It's either eat or be eaten, my dudes. <laughs> That's literally me every time I play Among Us. <laughs> I'm just, everybody's like, hey, I'm 12. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> oh, sick. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm much older than that. I'm yeah, whenever, twice your age. If I get stuck in a lobby and it's like ends up me just being me and like a couple other people, and one person is like, "Hey, you, I'm 12. How old are you?" I'm like, uh, "Bye," and I leave. I gotta go. Which honestly is such a responsible thing to do as an adult. I'm uncomfy. I'm yeah. uncomfy all the time. Uh, so, but anyway, let's stop talking about that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go back to how Gorgug is going to commit full-on terrorism. <laughs> uh, no. I mean, sort of. It's not... He's got mm. bombs! Yeah, so Gorgug, it gets to Gorgug's turn. It's Adventuring turn, Academy. It doesn't... Yeah. It the just, rules don't it just, apply. It just kind of is what it is. Um, Gorgug, I love that Zach, the first thing he says is, I'm not proud of this. <laughs> and he chooses to go for Penelope's crown instead of Dane's. I think this is an apt choice. Dane is a football player. He's a senior. He's probably pretty strong. He dodges um, and he dodges and weaves and attacks and you know, he's a guy like the going football after, guy. And in terms of like if you're thinking like stat-wise, which I think is what Zach was thinking, like Penelope does not have a high strength score. She doesn't have a high strength stat or they modifier. Fucking had known. <laughs> What? How she wrecks shop later. Well, but that doesn't have to do with her strength. She's a sorcerer. That That has to do with her... Sorcerers have high charisma, so... uh, Which makes no sense. It should be constitution, but whatever. Um, uh, Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. Um, But... uh, but yeah, so he, he goes for her crown, and then he, he's like, I have four bombs, can I just drop all of them on the stage right now? Which is just such a wild choice, because yes, he would hurt Dane and Penelope, but there's also all of these dudes on stage who are just like an orcish band. Yeah, there's a full-blown band. And then also there's still students in the, like other students in the uh, auditorium, in the gym. It's so time it's just a wild murder. <laughs> Yeah, dude. I mean, why not? Let's do it. Now's the time if we're gonna do it. Let's just <laughs> Welcome murder Welcome to the Adventuring Academy. They've already been to jail. It's yeah. fine. No consequences. Literally nothing. Uh, but he only ends up dropping one because pulling four uh, of the little pins would have been too much. But next up is our, our lovely Riz. Um, and he we learn at this point, gets to roll for backup on all of his turns. So backup from his mom and all of the police force is what he's rolling for, and he has to hit a certain DC. Um, And spoiler alert, he doesn't hit it. He never hits it. Uh, They don't... They show up to the fight at the end. Like, we're gonna just play that out there now. many... How many rounds was was this? I counted the rounds this time. You did. You counted the rounds. Baby's first counting. Baby's first counting. There were eight rounds. There were eight Uh, rounds. 
So and eight he rolls times. he rolls it nine times because he doesn't get it till the last one, oh, which God, is after great. the fight is over. So he gets it then on like a twelve or something like that. Uh, so to st- start out, the DC is much higher and it lowers each time, uh, but he doesn't hit it and he he never does. So, you know, that's what happens when you give Murph a really important role. Unfortunately, Murph, get better Murph. dice, my dude. You know, it's at least at least the thing with Murph is that he's consistent because you know he's got his D and D podcast called not an- not another D and D podcast Nad Pod. Yes. It's fucking fantastic. Um, where he's the DM and even is there the he rolls like Caldwell? absolute. Yeah, that's the one with Caldwell. Yeah, yeah, Caldwell. it's a good. Ad- they're new. They just started their new campaign and it's very very good. I'm really into it. But um, anyway, that's not what we're talking about. Uh, but he rolls pretty shite over there too. So consistency <laughs> at least. <laughs> Damn, dude. Damn. Yeah, man. When you're known in the party as the worst dice thrower. <laughs> right. And yeah. then on the other end of that, you know, on a <laughs> on a scale of Murph to, to Allie, how good are your dice rolls thematically? Jesus Christ, <laughs> dude. Amazing. Uh, insane. Uh, I fluctuate, personally. Um, but Riz's turn, he, you know, doesn't get that roll for backup, and then he jumps on to the back of Fabian Spike, and Fabian and Riz being best friends is now official. Uh, that's it. That's the team. off into the sunset like Grease <laughs> 2. Yes, that's incredible. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> they fly off. That's the last time we ever see them. They're not is here that, for part wait, two. Is that in Grease 2? It's in Grease 1 for sure. Is that also in Grease 2? There's, he's got a bike and it he flies off into the moon or something that would make sense they do it in greece one in the car they fly off Which, into the sky my friend our friend nathan i had yes. a, i had a major argument with him because he was like that happens in greece one and i was like no i'm pretty sure it's greece two it, so, I, it happens for sure in greece one which would make it I then make sense i did not remember that, that in greece one it, it did. I mean, he was. They, they were in a car, not a bike, though. But it would make. It would then make sense that it happened to Greece too, as well. Hold on, I I'm can't... looking up Greece two ending. Because now I want to know. I definitely remember a flying motorcycle. I guess maybe I saw some kind of, or maybe a deleted scene. I don't know. Or maybe I'm thinking of an entirely different movie. That could be it. That could be it. Anyway. <laughs> Thanks for the derailment. Uh, yeah. Riz jumps on the back of Fabian's bike, and he's going to hold his attack for after Fabian attacks so he can get that sneak attack damage, baby. And they uh, ride off into the sunset like Grease 1. Like Grease 1, but on a motorcycle. The first um, one, not at the this, second. At this point, Kristen is struggling trying to figure out what to do. It's her turn, and she wants to get closer to the stage uh Kristen would like to get closer to the stage so that uh i believe they want to do uh spirit guardians uh and so that they're they're trying to figure that out how to get over there it's kind of far to get there and they're struggling with that uh they don't have a high dex so getting on the back of the bike as well seems kind of difficult with fabian and riz already being on it um so adine looks at Kristen and says you know what baby girl why don't you hold you know your what? hold your turn and wait for me? Hey, you know what, baby girl? Maybe you, you should hold off on that. Why don't you just wait? And she gives her a little wink. I love it. What does it mean? What does it mean? It's what beautiful. What does it mean? 
so so Kristen holds uh, their entire uh, their entire turn yeah. uh, in the initiative order for a dine to go we first. We trust our party members. Yeah, man, you gotta trust. Uh, Fabian's turn finally comes, and he rides off with Riz to go. My notes. This is what my notes say. Into to go the sunset. <laughs> Into the sunset? Uh, no, they, my notes didn't talk about that, actually, which is funny. Um, I should have. Um, no, my notes say uh, that they double-team Dane. <laughs> they do double-team Dane. It's very, they do. It's very sexual-sounding. Uh, it it is. is not. It's much more violent. It's, not. it's much yeah, more it's... fun. Which, hey, I called. Oh, wait, I haven't introduced any of my theories. I'm ah. pretty sure I deleted all of them. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Well, this is one. We'll just go through and mention them as uh, as they're happening, uh, because yes. this was one of them. You did call that Dane was I the definitely uh, harvest man. Say them again in episode seventeen, so you'll hear yeah. the full list in the next episode. Um, yeah. But one of them, which I had called so quickly last episode, yeah. was that Dane was the harvest man. Which surprise in the tuxedo. Dane's yeah. the harvest man who took Fabian's eye. We got that's it, what, baby. We got him because that's what uh, Fabian was looking for too. He does a per, he does like a perception check and and checks and Riz helps him by giving him his magnifying glass and stuff like that. And he's able to tell that yes, it was Dane who took his eye and who was fighting in his father's home. Yeah. Uh, so they they go and they fucking wreck his shit and it's great. It's amazing. They. It's a uh, good time fully destroy him and they haven't done that yet not yet not yet where they will they're starting to they're starting to fuck him up well next we've got golden horde entered the chat no no he has not entered the chat yet because that's my Uh, next note his golden horde has entered the chat We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, so Adine, next Adine casts Fly on Kristen. So now Kristen has a fly speed of 60 feet. So she, Kristen zooms up and over, and she attempts to cast uh, Banishment on Penelope. But Penelope is a pretty... Penelope then, it's a cool moment. Uh, Kristen tries to cast Banishment. Uh, Penelope attempts to counterspell it, but her counterspell fails. And then uh, when she goes to make her save, since she does have a high charisma, she does make the save against the banishment so it's a fucking cool moment uh which would have been really sick if it had happened but it's like unfortunately, danny no. phantom okay i don't think i <laughs> she blips into the ghost world real quick no no nobody blimped away oh not, not danny yet phantom not yet not yet uh, i just no. i just want to relate she didn't go- to danny phantom i mean that's a that's a natural reaction i think Okay, okay. Um, uh, and now Calvaxis uh, enters the chat because he takes the crown from Gorgug. I'm still uh, so, so he upset. takes he takes Penelope's crown back uh, because Calvaxis. Uh, well, he's not Calvaxis yet. He's still Golden Horde. Still Golden Horde is still under the confinement, you know, uh, thing or whatever that causes him to not be able to hurt. Uh, any of the kids so he can't oh. attack anybody but he can take that crown i did want to say mm. uh, his model has a cricket bat why does his yeah. model have a cricket bat that's just the weapon he has i don't like it I that's with a i school, believe that with a school of students i don't like the implications yeah i, I mean like that. I, that's some boarding I, I do... school shit i don't like that 
You're not wrong. I do believe that uh, when we first meet him, that he is introduced in that way, and that Brennan does describe that as I being his like weapon. It. Uh, so that was the first clue. <laughs> I don't like it. That was clue number one that this guy that was is the red flag. <laughs> that was the first red flag. Ooh, he carries it. What is that for? But he can't. He can't technically use it. He can't. He can't attack anybody. So uh, it's just for show, man. Uh, just to try and be intimidating, I guess. With a cricket and pretentious. He's missing his college days. He was in Greek life. Greek life. Greek life. Goldenberg uh, was in yuck. a frat. <laughs> oh, he would be. He fucking pass would, it on. Though. Pass it on. <laughs> And he's not even British. What are you doing with a cricket, you little dick? It's a paddle. Uh, uh, I'm aware that it's a paddle, but I just mean he's not British. So what is he doing? How does he? Why do you care about it's that cricket? Greek life, baby? Yuck! Yuck! Full yuck for me. <laughs> full um, yuck. It's gross. Full yuck. Yeah. So it's the, gross. they're playing hot potato with this crown. Playing hot potato with a crown, man. Um, and we don't want the crown to get on Penelope's head, but no, we uh, don't. but Goldenlord has it. Next is uh, Dane's turn, and on Dane's turn, he tries to get away from everyone who's surrounding him because at this point, he's like surrounded by fucking everybody. And Fig casts, I believe it's Dane's turn. It might be Dane's turn, or it could be Fig's turn. Uh, I counted the rounds, but I did not mark exactly when they started and began. I am hey. not fucking insane, okay? Um, <laughs> she is not transcribing the entire episode, my dudes. That's a lot of work, and we appreciate everything Heidi does that she wants to do. So there. I wasn't begging for a compliment, but I do really I'm fucking appreciate give it. You a compliment anyway. Also, and I appreciate any transcribers who do. do there all is of a it. really, there is a really cool community of D twenty fans who have worked on transcribing all of the episodes and i know out there that there is someone who has made a shared google doc so that if you are interested in transcribing episodes and would like to do that you can find an episode that needs transcribing and then do it in the google, google doc and then it gets sent to uh called humor and d20 uh hey, and i hey. i almost did that but i didn't i didn't do it uh but hey. someone is cool and does that hey kids come over here hey, no, I come hate this. Just for a second. I hate this segment. Ah, just for a second, it's a good one. Hey, listen, come over here. Hey, you're not in trouble. Actually, far from in trouble. Hey, listen. Yeah. Y'all are doing the Lord's work by transcribing everything because, hey, somebody who is hard of hearing or has like a something with ears, something with audio situation, uh, where or just they may not. Sometimes having transcription having subtitles for me just helps me focus a little bit better yeah. so i really hey. appreciate it too those people appreciate you i appreciate you i respect the hell out of you now yeah. get back You're in doing... there get back into the drive you kids <laughs> get back into that google drive jump You're back doing... into the google drive <laughs> You're doing the Lord's work, and by Lord, I mean whichever one you uh, choose to believe in. New Zealand, could also be uh, 18, how old is she now, 19? I don't know what you're talking about. Lord. New Zealand. Oh, Lord. <laughs> she's 19. She's got to be older than that. Is she from New Zealand? Wait, no, maybe she's from Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fucking wild-ass <laughs> moment right now. What is happening? I thought she was from New Zealand, but she might actually be from Arizona. I don't remember. It's got a Z in it. This is not this is not a podcast about Lord. <laughs> Where is Lord from? Doesn't matter. Genuinely. Anyway, you're doing Lord's work. 
and <laughs> hey, hopefully Lord's she work. releases a new album next year because she hinted at it. Ooh, that'd be fun. Um, anyway, uh, we've gotten to a point in time where Dane gets his fucking shit rocked. First, yeah. Fig casts a thing on him so that he has, like, disadvantage on a bunch of things and that he's just absolutely fucked. He attempts to run away, which then, which was the fucking wrong move, dude. Uh, because then that gives everybody an attack of opportunity on him. So, all the boys, Riz... Fabian and Gorgug all fucking lay into this dude and just absolutely murder him. And as uh, Brennan says himself in the episode, sometimes you create a bad guy and they die in the first round. Yeah. So Gorgug gets 38 points of damage on this dude. Yeah. Fucking like, gnarly. They wreck him. And poor Rog is just... Rog. Rog's got a lot going on. Rog jumps in. He's, he's trying to help Dane. Um... Well, Dane's already dead, so he immediately rages. It yeah, throws, he's upset. It throws Rog into a rage. And we noticed at the, the or Gorgug noticed at the start of the episode, uh, everybody gets a perce- perception check to see, the, like, the lay of the land before the combat, basically. And Brennan lets Gorgug know that he can tell that Rog looks particularly upset and has a black eye. Poor dude. And so now he's thrown into a rage, and it's very obvious that this guy, he was in love with Dane. He was in love with Dane. I just, you know, guys, as this episode goes on, Rock's got some of the best character development, and we appreciate him. Oh my god, it's For all beautiful. all his hardships and, and everything, and he's overcome so much, and a lot of bad, toxic things that he was doing before, he's, he's learning. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Poor Rog. Uh, so he rages, and he starts to fight with Gorgug. I think he yeah. grapples Gorgug at that moment. But um, next up is Penelope, and she, unfortunately, is crowned. The oh. crown is placed upon her head. And then she also throws a fireball, which is a very intense spell, and is usually very good for, like, throwing at, like, a group of people. But no. No, uh, she, she just decides at Kristen. <laughs> she throws it at Kristen, who's in the sky, which then takes Kristen all the way down to five hit points. 36 points of damage, my guys. 36 every- points. And everybody came into this fight already pretty banged up from all of the previous individual fights they had to go through to save their families, so that's a rough one. Yeah. Also, Penelope just wanted to be prom queen that badly. Like, it's, like, not really much to do with, like, any of the plan. It's just, she wanted to be prom queen. We don't, we, we don't ever get an her opinion on Calvaxis or anything like that. Uh, she just wanted to be fucking prom queen. She's pretty uh, set in that mindset. She so. even flat out says she's like, I sold my best friend. She she does say that, yeah. Which she, is she so did not care. fucked, guys. It's so dark. Like, I, I am curious, what, what else was broken in this girl to make that the thing that she needed to, to do? Where are her parents? Well, I, okay, let's talk about her parents, though. I'm sure they're a huge reason as to why she needs to have this achievement. Exactly. Of some sort. Where are her parents? I want to talk to them. Somebody wants to please mommy and daddy. Um, I would but, like know. to talk to them, and I just want to understand what happened. I'm assuming they're assholes. What did you do? <laughs> Probably what have big you dicks done? who have conditional love dependent on achievement, you know? Yeah. Anybody else watch The Happiest Season recently? I did. Uh, that no. was a bummer. 
so many so many reasons why uh, that was a bummer. But anyway, um, just you know, connecting it to I don't parents. consume media. It was a trip, but um, uh, but anyway, um, you're next... just gonna let that slide. You're just gonna let me say that. <laughs> yeah, because it's true. It's not. Un- I mean, you do consume some media, but it is. <laughs> we've had this conversation. You are a absolute cacophony of relevant media and super unrelevant media and then also having a huge gap in relevant media that you probably like air quotation marks should know it uh, i i i i can only attempt to understand your mind so much me too you know (laughs) me too yeah that's that's the mood that's the mood of especially this year yes uh exactly um next uh fabian uh tries to really go after penelope and as to quote the episode (laughs) brendan himself nobody feels great about this (laughs) nobody feels great about a lot of things in this episode yeah i mean because you know he describes it fabian is like an athletic he's like a freshman but he's still like an athletic taller like bigger dude attacking it i believe he says that penelope is like five two uh like slim i mean later she stands on balloons so she's skinny as fuck um (laughs) she's a skinny legend she's a skinny legend (laughs) that's absolutely mariah carey could never could never um that's absolutely so fucking true um hashtag skinny (laughs) um so that distinction is made very clear but you know brennan even says it himself you know evil is fucking real in this world and she uh is a very powerful sorceress so we can't you know we can't give her a pass for being a small girl because it really doesn't matter. Uh, this small package packs a full punch. So she's got shit up her sleeve. She can handle it. Yeah, she's yeah. got... Because fucking plot twist. She pulls out fucking a red crystal. Oh, yeah. And guess she's... who it fucking is? <laughs> oh, anybody looking for dad? We found dad. Anybody looking for my dad? <laughs> Bridget's dad specifically. Anybody Daddy Gorthalax. Anybody looking for the number one she, dad? She, they, they finally noticed it. I believe she's wearing it around her neck. She's wearing a, the uh, the ruby, the red ruby that yeah. does have a little glimmer of a certain fiend in it. Uh, so, she's or got devil. Gorthalax trapped. Yeah. I'm yeah, our, our little demon daddy. Um, <laughs> hey, not little. <laughs> hey, uh, no, not little, but, uh, you know, our demon daddy. Our um, behemoth of a demon daddy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and this is the moment where Calvaxis returns. The, uh, Golden Horde, you know, so everybody's been crowned. Golden Horde pulls a, uh, ex- like a device to, like, create an explosion out of his pocket, which then causes a brief moment where everyone's like, oh, fuck, what's gonna explode? Um, and they do think for a second, oh, is his glittering horde the ruby? It's not. Surprise, surprise. He explodes the uh, roof off of the bank, which is in eyesight out of the doors of the auditorium or out of the gymnasium. Um, and he then can, you know, feast his eyes upon his glittering horde. So, which, yeah. I, I listened to our last episode our most recent episode that's up on uh all streaming platforms hey you should give it a listen if you are tuning in for the first time what the heck are you doing this is the finale (laughs) go back 
back. You know <laughs> you what? Can... No shaming anybody. You can listen to a podcast however you want to listen to it. Whatever brings you joy brings me joy too. Hey, you know what? I respect that too. However, I'm going to give you a little bit of a side eye on this one. Hey, just I a little bit. Just a little, little just like a little. two second one. Just a little, huh? Huh? <laughs> and that'd be fine. Um, but so, <laughs> um, I, I asked about like how uh, KBX kind of ties it, like how can um, Calvaxis still have a yeah. treasure with, with KBX? And I realized yeah. that the prophecy actually just said he couldn't behold, like he has to behold his treasure, not necessarily he can't have one. True, that is a good point. And, uh, you know, uh, as we learn later, and we do talk about it in the next episode, like, wording uh, and Wording's things like that in terms, in terms of a prophecy is important, and things aren't exactly as they seem. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think he also couldn't, he couldn't keep wealth, but that doesn't mean he couldn't get wealth, he I guess. He was investing. Oh my god, that's exactly it, dude. He was investing. 100% investing. Which also, so right. I just want to have an interview with uh, Mr. Hughes still. I'm fixated on Mr. Hughes. Um, it is a strange, strange because, like, thing that you are fixating so on. He works in a different branch of that bank in Bastion yeah. City. Yeah. Does he know that it's connected to Calvaxis? <laughs> I mean... If he did it before, he sure as hell does now, I guess. He sure as hell does now. He's getting the report. He's getting a call in Bastion City being I mean, like, um, our branch uh, just blew up. Just fucking exploded. Yeah. Killed however many people worked in that branch. But, like, okay, let's lay it out this way. Do, you know, high, you know, members of Amazon and whatever else know that they're working for Bezos? Yes, they do. And they still work for that evil son of a bitch. So. Oh. <laughs> did I say it? Hot take. Should I not say it? Hot take. Hot take. I mean, no it's, one. Let's be yeah, real. It's not. No one should have that much fucking money. You don't need eat, that much money. Why would you rich. ever? Why would you even need that much money? This you're is the place where set, I lay out all my hot takes. <laughs> you're set for 300 lives. Like, literally yeah, 300 spans of human life. Like, yeah. And probably more like your your entire descendancy is set for a life like you would have to try to go bankrupt yeah you'd have and to be try pretty very big fucking idiot yeah so anyway the bank blows up he gets to see his thing and then he turns into a big old wagon. he's a big old fucking wagon man he's a Dude. big old this model dragon. is crazy big it's a crazy, crazy fucking. It it's takes like up a two so foot much. Tall. It's a, it's a fucking big dragon, man. Yeah. And um, and uh, yeah. And he immediately like squashes two students underneath his feet. And then oh yeah. Everybody... By the way, the students are still here at this time. Yeah, the students are still here. And this is the moment where shit really gets real. So uh, he is now a full blown dragon. So everybody has to roll for dragon fear, which is a specific trait uh, and ability that dragons have. When you are even within the presence of a dragon, you have to roll against being completely frightened of them because they are that like huge and terrifying to behold. Uh, so everybody does that, um, and it's a rough one. And in that moment too, like the the band all start running away, and uh, all the other students except for the one. Except leave. for me. Except for Bridget. Bridget stays. Brennan 
how'd you know? How'd you make a character for me? Even though we're complete strangers, we still don't know each other. And this was years ago. How did you you make a character for me, bud? Still created this character that is exactly Bridget. It's so perfect. Who knew? This This one character stays by the buffet and stays, I'm gonna let you know, the entire battle. Just, just sticks stays. around. He's just looking. He's. They're just very confused by the fact that there's so many bananas. Why are there too many bananas? Now streaming on Dasney Plus. Oh no! I hate it. <laughs> is this the recurring theme? I guess so. I guess it is now. Uh, he also uh, Brennan also asks Gorgug to make an insight check, which Gorgug then rolls like a two. Yes. Uh, so rolls really bad, and uh, Brennan describes Gorgug's realization that this is it. Gorgug has the true hero's journey. He has to defeat his father. His father has been here as Goldenhorde the entire time. This dragon is Gorgug's dad. And you Gorgug know that just makes sense. <laughs> um, and Gorgug just blurts out, "Father." <laughs> <laughs> Father! <laughs> Father! And then w- that causes uh, Calvaxis to turn and just fucking tear into everybody. Uh, not literally, figuratively. Like, he starts to. shit out of these kids. <laughs> he just fucking. And I wonder if this is a improv moment from Brennan or if he had, like, planned out. He was out, saving like, it up. <laughs> He's like, I'm when, gonna get these ooh. fuckers. When when Calvaxis finally gets to fucking really tell these kids what he thinks of them, it's gonna be rough. Um, and and it and it is. He fucking tears into everybody, and it's it's nuts. Yeah, and there's like a weird thing where like, Fig, Fig is like, stop flirting with me. Yeah, she's like, when he he turns to Fig and he 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 you know uh, insults Fig and stuff, and she's just like, can you? Please stop flirting with me. And please. <laughs> and his immediate response is, I'm going to eat you. And she's like, oh my god, I'm not <laughs> ready for that. It's not safe for work, kids. Not safe not, for school. Not safe for work, not safe for school. Um, but uh yeah, that's such a good moment. And then he reveals, we get the big reveal that Calvaxis while he was Golden Horde and while he was kind of contained in that uh, persona, body of sorts, he was not able to kill any Silesian citizens. But when Pak Gukgak, uh, Riz's father, became, uh, you know, started his new line of work, he had to renounce, since he was working with, like, foreign... He's a secret you know, agent man. Secret agent, foreign goes. spy. Um, he had to renounce his Silesian uh, citizenship. So he was no longer a Silesian citizen. So when uh, when Golden Horde encountered Pak Gukgak, he was able to kill him, and he was the one who killed Riz's father. Which Riz then responded with, <laughs> "I love Merce's response. It's gonna feel so fucking good to shoot you with his gun." <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, it, it is. sure fucking is, dude. Yeah, it's man. It's so upsetting. It's so upsetting. It's so upsetting. Uh, and then oh, there's a bad touch moment with Calvaxis. Because then he turns he turns oh. to Fig. Yeah, because Fig, it's it's we're back at the top of the round now. We're back at um, Dragon and, Fear. And and Fig, although she rolled uh, eighteen, 
19 was the DC. She does not save from the fear. So Brennan informs her of this, and then he says that Calvaxis turns and looks at her and says, you know, like something like, you know what? Maybe you're right. Maybe we should have a thing. And it's, it's that never is, no. No. It's gross. It's gross and creepy. And Fig's response is... creepy and she runs away in terror. <laughs> well, and first she says, uh, I'm kind of more into dwarves. And she drops her skateboard. She, she just fucking skateboards away, which is the greatest. <laughs> what a good line. What a good line it's, to end on. I'm more into dwarves. And she fucking runs away. But she does, uh, at the end of that turn, save from her dragon fear. So she yeah. was able to get out of it pretty quick, which was she good. She doesn't get I too like, far. Yeah, she does it. She gets to, like, the very... She gets back to a dine where a dine is, and then she saves. And it's funny. She says, as before she rolls it, she's like, oh, I'm not going to be able to hit that. And then she rolls and does the math, and she's like, I did it! I did it. I did it. Hell yeah. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. All right, my um, next note says Gorgug kisses. Yeah. So Gorgug is grappled by Rog. And so uh, he needs to break the grapple from Rog, but they're both barbarians. They're both raging. They both have advantage on, on strength. It's a tough it's a tough situation to get out of. Um, so instead, Gorgug tries to persuade Rog to let him go and to join them. And his persuasion is uh, it's a very tender moment while in the background there's a huge dragon. It's a lovely description and lovely little mini moment uh, <laughs> with the little mini cam that they give us. And uh, in Gorgug's sort of persuasion, he just ends up kissing Rog. And it's a beautiful little moment. They both get kissed at prom. Rog Cute. hasn't been kissed. Oh, poor Rog. Poor Gorgug Rog. Had... But... Gorgug got kissed once by Zelda's dad. <laughs> And another time by Kristen. This is his third kiss. Oh, that's None right. of which were from Zelda. Not yet. Not yet. There's Not still yet. hope. There's still time. Um, still hope. But that moment luckily shakes Rog out of, you know, the the raid, the sort of like heteronormative homophobic rage that he was in before and into a new gay rage. And he yells, I'm gay now, and goes to attack Calvaxis. And it's great. It's great. A new he's a good gay rage. <laughs> we're we're very happy for him. He's I am speaking about my own he's... barbarian character. <laughs> gay figuring rage. himself out. <laughs> gay rage. <laughs> gay rage. Incredible. Hey, instead of gay pride, let's start doing gay rage. Yeah, oh my god, that's the first Stonewall guy. That's, ah. that's, that's what it was. It was gay rage. <laughs> rage against the machine. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Um, there's a lovely moment afterwards where, uh, someone, uh, someone attempts to hit Calvaxis. I don't remember who it is, but, um, I think Brandon says, like, it doesn't hit or, like, it doesn't hit his armor class or something. And Emily goes, but he's not wearing any armor. <laughs> and to which Brandon looks at her seriously and, like, is blank for a second. She says that she's joking. He's like, Emily, <laughs> you can't joke with me like that. I don't always know if you're joking. <laughs> I love every time. That Emily and I think Murph does it a lot too. Um, mm. Emily and Murph just fuck with Brennan. <laughs> they know exactly how to fucking troll Brennan, and specifically Emily. Brennan's even said this himself. Uh, I think it's in the podcast episode that he does that he did with um, uh, Murph. Uh, they talked about Emily, and Emily specifically, in his own like words, is like a demon from hell sent to cause him strife, and it is fantastic. Uh, she 
100% is, and that is also exactly how I view you, so. Um, Thank you. I was just going to say, we would be very good friends. And, I oh agree. my god, if we were friends, <laughs> hell would be unleashed upon this earth. <laughs> the two of you playing D&D together would be a fucking... We could be, like, Wonder Twin characters. That would be amazing. I would really love that. I would be I love amazing. That. I also, I came up with an idea for a, a, a setting and a party idea. Ooh. Um, Do you want to talk about it now? Yeah, just okay. real quick. Okay, uh, yeah, that's fine. It won't take long. So you're at a Burger King, right? <laughs> no, I haven't stepped foot in a Burger King in years. And, Why uh, would I be in a Burger King? Your, your shift team I'm working at Burger King? Yeah, you're working at Burger King, and everybody that's on on shift that day um, is your party. Oh my god. Have (laughs) fun! I hate it. I hate it. It doesn't have to be a Burger King, it could just be any of the fast food chains. I just think it would be great to be like at a Fud Ruckers and uh, (laughs) you, uh, like, everybody who was on on schedule that day is your party. Oh my god. Your manager suddenly becomes the DM. <laughs> or they're the big bad. Let's be oh real. Oh my god. No, the big bad are the customers. Come on now. It's the zombie customers. Yeah, it's it's Mega Karen. Remake my food. I won't wear a mask. I want to see the manager. <laughs> I am the manager. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That would be a great reveal. I am the manager. Well, have you seen that comic? Yes. Yeah. But I mean, like, Fantastic. in, like, D&D terms, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. It would be very... That cool would be very happens. cool. Yeah. That would be very cool. So, yeah, thank you for coming to my party idea. <laughs> I love it. I love it very much. Uh, so, next is Dine's turn, and she is also filled with fear. Yeah. Um, and she's also, on top of that, panicking. So, all of her roles to save against the fear are done with disadvantage because she's already pretty fucking scared man uh so yeah, she dude. fully like runs out of the gym <laughs> she's she, like pieces out panic attack my dudes yeah man it's a really rough time uh right. and she's not able to save against it yet yeah not yet not yet there's not hope. yet there's hope not yet um i have my next note is the cuts to lou and brennan <laughs> silently nodding slash shaking their heads Yeah, so they they have, like, a silent conversation. I love that. I have that note, too. Silent convo between Lou and Brennan. Because Lou had played D&D before this uh, as well. And so there's, like, this shared moment. I think it's them talking about the legendary saves and legendary resistances and, like, all the legendary actions that Calvaxis can do. Because everyone else is a little bit confused about it at first. Yeah, Uh, because Calvaxis is bringing out, like, a shit ton of dice. Yeah, he's doing a lot of damage, which, you know, for dragon uh, uh, breath, uh, it's pretty high damage. And then he's also able to do on everybody's, at the end of everybody else's turns, he's able to make a legendary action or he's able to to do something. He's able to attack and, and stuff like that. Um, and he also has legendary saves and legendary resistances because he's an so ancient he's, being of the He's super fucking OP, my dudes. He's overpowered. that's a dragon for you (laughs) no no not cheating stream Um, sniping (laughs) but uh everybody else is very confused about it and lou and brendan sort of share a moment about it it's very funny yes um lou's just shaking his head being like don't do this Mm -hmm. and brendan's going oh i'm 
I'm doing I'm this. Do it. Yeah, they have a shared moment. It's it's lovely. Uh, speaking of fire breath, Calvaxis uses his fire breath on Kristen, and she goes and also on Rog in the same turn. And he's he starts it by saying this isn't homophobic, but I I gotta tell you, it fucking it's is. homophobic. It's fucking homophobic, dude. It just is. Um, and he does sixty six damage to Kristen. She goes down all the way but she's not dead she uh, might she perma-die dude down she could have perma-died if uh it went to i think uh it would have had to it would have had to be at the hit points that she had like 120 yeah. something uh hit points uh for her to um to fully die but luckily that's that's not what happens because she hey. still had a good amount of hit points what's the opposite of like asmr where like it, instead of calming you it gives you anxiety this that's oh. what this is. Wow, fucking roasted, dude. Wait a minute. I didn't have this ready at all, and I haven't used it in so long. Oh my god, it's not even downloaded on my phone anymore. That's how little I've used it make, in so long. Make the noise. Make the no, noise with I've your got mouth. It. Okay. Fucking roast me, why don't you? Oh, I didn't mean I didn't mean you. Oh, well, I was speaking, so I took it personally. <laughs> Way to go. I, I love your involuntary roasts. You, you've done this several times to me over the course of this season. You do these involuntary roasts that you don't even realize. I meant... No. No, don't apologize. Don't ever apologize. They are good. Did I say I was great. sorry? <laughs> respect respect that i respect that i meant i meant this, like this episode like this not of not even of our podcast i meant of like dimension 20 of like this scenario <laughs> that's what uh-huh. i meant sure that's like exactly tense, what you meant it is it's what i meant in my own head if something <laughs> else subconscious came out i can't control that you know i'm working with a therapist but i i can't control all that yet. hey man you know um but what i was going to say was that um they should have an asmr of but like an anxiety asmr of the clacking of all the dice that brennan rolls <laughs> for these fire damage things do you mean like this yes literally somebody 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 clip that um <laughs> and create a remix of it um just for me uh but hearing that many dice is frightening yeah it's just too much also it's a lot of dice we find out from Calvaxis because when he says it's not homophobic, um, he says he's fiscally conservative, but socially liberal, and then says he's a libertarian, and everyone goes, no! <laughs> Just the of course he worst. fucking is. He's a Citigroup guy. Which, we if you don't know... know what Citigroup is, um, they're like Wall Street guys. Think uh, uh. button downs with the puffy navy blue vest. Um, and they all look like they're going to go out to drink and they all have like all a very chunky looking watch on their on their wrist. I can see this very clearly. I can, you know I can just who I'm see talking it. About. I do. I do know who you're talking about. The city about. group boys. That's that's who Calvaxis is. Calvaxis is investing. He invested. And- he invested, and now he can get all of his money back. Uh, and if you didn't already know, people who say that they are socially liberal and fiscally conservative are the fucking worst. 
Oh, she's hot take against the libertarians. I'm just gonna fucking say it. Shots are fired. Dice have been thrown. Too many dice. Hey, the uh, the spinoff to uh, too many bananas is too, too many, many dice. dice. There's a, <laughs> you know the the on Disney. On Disney Chanel, um, the twist at the end of every episode of Too Many Dice is that there's never too many dice. There's never too many um, dice. They keep adding more. There's never too many. Just like me and my bag of dice. Um, I went total, just a quick little off-topic thing. I we went on a have. little... Yeah. I know. Um, I went on a little uh, very safe. We all got COVID tests. We all have been very responsible but my little D party just a little few of us went to um a little weekend getaway uh by the river and we played D. i was the only one who brought dice um which is fine because i have enough for all of us uh and we ended up playing a little game called fuck mary kill with my dice where each of us would pick three different sets and give them to a person and then make them choose to fuck marry or kill those dice it was very random i just suggested Ex- if you need a game to play excuse me we'll play after we'll play after i'll give you i'll give you three sets and then you'll have to choose to ah! fuck marry or kill them uh it'll be great oh um, my god and i have my own dice now because you can yes dice. you do have your own dice yeah. Yeah. i but, love um, it good uh but yeah uh that's how many dice i have uh, we have yes. a group of seven people including also myself. heidi's taking on the entirety of the libertarian party <laughs> i guess Single-handedly. i am. i made a lot of hot takes in this episode I, I i didn't meet i didn't come into this uh you know with that anticipation but that is what's happened and i'll just own it whatever um, rides off on her skateboard yeah i'll shred on my skateboard i've never ridden a skateboard before i don't know how to do that i'm scared um <laughs> We've talked about Tony Hawk too much on this on this season. I'm gonna not say anything. We're not gonna Gorga talk about plays the drums. my hometown legend, Tony Hawk. Mr. Hawk. Mr. Hawk? F's in the in chat fact. for Mr. Hawk. Did you watch there's I need to send you something. Uh that's it. Um, okay. that's all I'll say about that. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next up, Gorgug tries to save uh, our daddy Gorthalax from his ruby by playing the drums, and Brennan decides that because Gorgug is raging and a lot of his, you know, he's listening to the headphones with uh, all of, uh, you know, Zelda's music and stuff like that, and he all plays the, the drums anyway, all that metal, uh, that he is able to, instead of use charisma as his modifier for playing the drums for a performance, he's going to use strength, because as a barbarian who is raging, he gets to use, uh, he gets advantage on strength checks. Um, so he attempts to play the drums to uh, bring out Gorthlax, and we aren't able to do it quite yet. He needs to hit a DC 20. Uh, so it's a it's a hard one to get to, but um, that's a fun thing that yeah. happens. Yeah, you know, sometimes you just gotta play some uh, system of a down. You know, um, you right before just that play too. Some chop suey. <laughs> right before that too was uh, because it goes Fig and then Gorgug on Fig's turn. She like Fabian sends the motorcycle for the girls who are in the back of the uh, gymnasium now. She gets onto the motorcycle and then she plays a counter uh, counter curse to help uh, Adine save from the fear on uh, Adine's next turn. And she goes to pick up Adine on the motorcycle. Um, in that moment, Emily's trying to choose between do I go 
throw a healing word at Kristen, who's down. Our main, our main healer is down. Do I go there? Or do I go for a dine, who's already trying to make a break for it and possibly, like, save her from the fear? And Riz, uh, Murph goes, I have my medicine kit. He has a feat that he took where he's able to bring somebody back to one hit point uh, with his little, like, medicine kit. Uh, so he says, I'll get Kristen. You're good. Uh, go get a dine. But unfortunately, in this moment, uh, Riz goes down. Uh, Riz, Riz goes gets down. knocked unconscious. It's not good. Everything it's is no bad. Good. Everything starts going bad. Everything gets really bad, but we do get a little glimmer of hope in this moment because on Adine's next turn, who should appear out of out of nowhere but the wonderful and brilliant Jawbone of running towards people. the gymnasium. Of all people to arrive out of nowhere, it's of beautiful and wonderful. Of all the faculty to not get sucked into <laughs> a palimpsest. Oh, it's the best one. It's truly the it's best the one. Boy. If Porter showed up, it would not be the same as no, this it moment. No, wouldn't have been the same. No, no, no. Um, but he immediately recognizes that Adine is struggling, that she is, ha- is having a panic attack. He kind of talks her through it. Um, and he gives her some medicine to take care of herself in this moment, although later on they're going to talk about prescriptions and, you know, make sure that she's taking the right amount. Uh, But right now, take whatever you need to. we got to get through this moment. Um, And he helps her save herself from the fear, and it's just a lovely moment. I always cry when I watch it because it's just really beautiful. Yeah, it's a great... It made me tear up a little bit, too, even though Jawbone is telling a story about sucking off a border patrolman uh, <laughs> and he's talking about the, the genital warts this guy has. Yeah. Uh, but he's he's saying that the warts are not him. It's, you know, it's, your just mental like... illness is not who you are. It's, it's, no. a, it's a thing you are dealing with, but it is not you. Just no. like the genital warts you have or may not have. Or whatever else. I don't know your life. I don't know what's in your pants. <laughs> Frankly, don't. I don't want to know. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say I don't. I'm good. I don't want to know. And you know, just like Jawbone's lycanthropy, his werewolfness doesn't. It doesn't fully encapsulate who he is as a person. Uh, yeah. It's lovely. It's a lovely little moment. It's a good time. My next note is that Calvaxis is an absolute fucking unit uh, because that's tossed around a little bit. Cast throw that throw that he's around. A, they start saying he's a that thick boy. He's a thick boy. He's an absolute fucking unit. Yo, he's and got that dump truck of an ass. <laughs> okay, I keep seeing these TikToks uh, where uh, this person is uh, talking about a different D&D show, Critical Role, and different uh, campaigns and adventuring parties that have been in Critical Role and going through each of them and saying, "Does do these characters have ass? And I think this is, uh, this is the moment where we should talk about it right now, uh, of of these folks who's got ass in uh in the bad kids because not the bad kids calvaxis and golden horde they got ass for sure yeah. i'm gonna skip on the kids because like you're I right you're right weird but like the fact let's talk about the parents yeah let's talk about the parents Sklanda? and the faculty glonda's got ass she thick she thick she got them super thick right. thighs Gorthalax? she's got elastigirl eye thighs Oh my god, yes she does. That's that's how she's built for sure. hundred percent. Her and Sandra Lee. Yeah, Sandra, Sandra Lynn. Lynn. Yeah, Sandra Lynn. I know. You got to, it, you got it. Not Sandra, Sandra Lee. Lee. <laughs> it's the little cakes. Yeah, I was gonna say, isn't that a bakery? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that a baked um, goods? <laughs> yeah, no. Uh Sandra Lynn, she's got like the uh like um Lilo and Stitch like yeah, their body. Nani. Yeah, she, 
She's got the yeah. She's got those nani those nani thighs. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Galir um, does not have any ass, none whatsoever. No, he's like inverted ass. Yeah, it's Concave. like caving in. Yeah, it's a little <laughs> it's a little strange. We don't know how the physics are working. Yeah, but it's weird. Bless his heart if he doesn't try. He doesn't. Um, Pac Pac Gukak. He's got ass. He's got he's got a perky ass. From yeah. all that running, from all that spy shit, he's got a yeah, perky man. ass. Yeah, man. He's got a perky ass. Bill Seacaster has a dump truck of an ass. Yeah. He's got ass. He's, he's got, got ass. Got ass. <laughs> I can't believe I, I started this. <laughs> Why did I do this? Scorthalax is clapping yeah. them cheeks all the way down <laughs> to hell, my dude. <laughs> Yeah, you like that? You like that one? Yeah, is that one good for you? Oh my god. All that time in a ruby really gives you some time to work out that ass. <laughs> he's, been, he's been doing, uh, what are they, kegels? What the fuck that's are they? For your, that's, it's not for your oh. ass. <laughs> I mean, I guess you kind of could do kegels for your ass. I don't hey, know. Heidi, Heidi, why don't you explain on air <laughs> what kegels, kegels are? <laughs> No, we're not doing that, guys. If you really want to oh look it up. No, I'm, you know, I, you're tempting me because I am very, uh, you know, sex positive. Specifically, I'm very into sexual yeah, education. Yeah, we're already talking about right now. But we're not going to get into it. of an ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going to do we're it. We're already um, getting demonetized, baby. Oh, were we, we're not monetized. <laughs> we're not getting paid? No. I hate to tell you this right now. This whole time! <laughs> Damn it. I'm trying to think. Uh, anybody else? We Any honorable mentions? Um, uh, Thistle Springs. I don't think this is... The, oh, Adine's ha- entire family have no ass. No fucking ass. No. And I also think that Thistle Springs don't have ass. I have to say it. Actually, Not you know what? Eowyn has an ass. Eowyn has ass. 100%. Eowyn's got an ass. Eowyn's got ass. Um, she hides it, though. She hides it, though. She hides it until ashamed. she goes to the party. Yes. Oh, yeah, Anytime yeah, yeah. she goes out. Yes. The Thistle Springs don't have ass, but not in, like, a bad way. They have, like, no. they've just got, like, they're fine. Yeah. It's like, just the, like, it's it's not that they, like, don't have ass. They, like, just don't have, like, ass. Yeah. You know? You know? You know what I mean? You know? Yeah. Um, anybody else? Anybody else we need to mention? The uh, Cubbies? The Cubbies. The Cubbies have ass. Um, 100% the Cubbies have ass. Cubbies got that ass. <laughs> Java? Uh, Jawbone doesn't have ass. He's got a he's got a hairy ass. Ew. But like it's like okay. not like I mean, yeah he's a fucking werewolf. Yeah, it's just kind of there. It's like not. Yeah. I think it's like it's like a hidden ass. Yeah. Hidden by yeah. all that hair. Hidden by all that hair though, you know what I mean? Also, he's got a um, tail. Yeah. Yeah. I so, think so. You know, that kind of. You know. It throws it throws off the pants situation for sure. Yes. He's got to put um, slits in every, in every fucking... Sylvester has... Sylvester does not have ass. He has... Mr. <laughs> Mr. Hughes doesn't have ass. Johnny Spells doesn't have ass. I hate to tell you this. All of the men... <laughs> the connection between all of the men that you find attractive is that they don't have ass. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm really clowning on myself there, huh? I really hate to be the one to tell you this. Yeah. It is the truth. But the main the main thing is that that Gorthalax and, and Bill Seacaster have thick yeah. ass. Yeah, um, they've got a lot of ass. And the but, Applebee's, I do think 
Mrs. Applebee's has ass. I do not think Mr. Applebee's has ass, but I also don't think it matters because they're She's racist. Got, they got flabby ass. Oh, you're super it's right. It's there, but like it's got a lot. It's not like, good. It's not good. It's not appealing it's not to anyone. No, no. It's like you're right. It's not good. It's not like it's not like quite shaped. Yeah, it's got like a weird right. shape to it. Yeah, there's yeah. something where you're just kind of looking at which it is going, like what happened. Not to shame anybody's ass. No. But she gets shamed because she's a racist. Yes. They yeah. get shamed because they get the We can bully ass. racists. They get sitting around watching Fox News ass. Hey, there you are. Um, I think that's about it. If you want us to talk about anybody else who may or may not have ass, let us know. Um, yeah, oh tell God. us if we forgot it. Oh, no. Uh, oh, God, I always forget her name. Uh, uh, Fabian's mom. Hilarious. She's got ass. She's not got a big ass. One. Not a big, big one, but it's You like, know who you know who surprisingly ass. has ass? Uh his nanny. Oh, a hundred percent. Cathilda. Cathilda has ass. We will talk about that. <laughs> I mean we won't talk about her ass, but we'll talk about how badass she is in the next episode. Wait, but, we talked about it in the last episode. Did we talk about it in the Oh Yeah. I'm mixing that up. That happened episodes. already. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things are very confusing. We are at a yeah. different timeline. Anyways, let's ass. stop talking about ass. Uh, anyway. Um, ass, 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 ass. Anyway, oh my god. Um, uh, I'm a child. Okay, yeah, so my next note <laughs> is I'm a child. Uh, which is what a dime <laughs> You better <does>. not be. <laughs> I'm not. I'm very much not. We just talked not. about ass. Yeah, man. Um, a dime. <laughs> uh, so Calvaxis is like just ridiculous and Adine yells at him I'm a child I have a mental illness and that's fine and it's fantastic and she flips him off and yeah. Siobhan in just her her cute ass little little dress yeah. and cute little little pastel with her crimped hair flipping off Calvaxis is just it's a wonderful it's thing it's so cute oh my god it's quite wonderful um, then yeah go ahead no you go I was just going to say that Gorga gets a natural 20 on those drums. Oh, no. I got to talk about before that. I got to talk yeah, about please. how the kids, for some reason, start talking about Calvaxis's dick just a that's, little too much. That's why Adine says I'm a child. Because, like, so uh, they, so I think it's Fig. She's like, and your penis is out. And he's like, my penis is very much not out. It's I'm a dragon, so it's actually internal. And then they're both like, no, I can see it. It's it's big and throbbing and gross. Um, and he's like, that's actually, a, uh, you know, it would be worse if you had said it was tiny and small. And then yeah. Adine says, I'm a child. It's gross because <laughs> I'm a child. It's uh, gross because, hey pedophilia <laughs> yeah because pedophilia dude gross it's gross yeah and it's also just like i don't want to think about a dragon's i've never thought about a dragon's penis before that's actually not true you know if you're on the internet too long you have you definitely you found if you've been on things, tumblr for too long you, like we have yeah you have I also, definitely come across some furry hentai well that's not what I was gonna say, but I mean oh. yes. But also, <laughs> what I was gonna what I was gonna say is that re you know calling back to my love of sexual education and things like that. I follow a comic artist who does uh, a comic where she reviews sex toys, and she also does things where you do you know what I'm talking about? Unfortunately, I mean, I, I, I don't know, I don't know her stuff, but I know exactly what she's reviewing, unfortunately. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, she, and she also does ones where she talks about, like, 
what's a yeast infection or, or stuff like that where she, where she does other ones that yeah. are about like sexual edu- sexual like education and body education and stuff like that which is very cool um and she also does things where like guest artists like put up their own comics it's very fun i highly oh, yeah. suggest it it's called oh joy sex toy it's very fun um oh, i followed joy. them for a very long time um you've actually probably seen this artist before uh probably. they're they're great um but so, you know dragon there Day. are dragon there's you know, dragon dildos there's dragon dildos and things like that so i have thought about dragon there's some wild before. dildos but I really don't want to think about it too much, so let's move on. Uh, because in this moment, I would also like to be a child, um, <laughs> where I don't have to think about it. That's fair. <laughs> I would like to be ignorant, please, and I, by that I mean ignorance is bliss. Yes, exactly. I don't want to know. Nope. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, but then uh, it's Gorgok's turn again, and he rolls a natural 20 on the drums, uh, which releases our our daddy Gorthlax, and he also throws a bomb at penelope yeah because why not because why the fuck not if you have uh, a bomb why wouldn't you throw it at penelope honestly? i have one of my favorite lines in this is the way zach just says i'm just gonna hit her in the face with a firebomb yeah it's great you know sometimes i'm just gonna hit her in the face with a firebomb i'm just gonna fucking do it you know yeah i'm just i'm just gonna do that yeah um and then all the cool kids are dead. Uh, the next note I have is that Penelope fully fucking dies. They do finally get her. Um, and she she's dead. All the cool kids are dead. Because Rog is also down at this point. Dane is dead. The cool kids yeah, are dead. Yeah, Rog's, Rog's dead. He's not fully dead yet. He's no, unconscious. But, he's but it's But he's down. And it's, it's that we're not happy about. But it's just the fact that all the cool kids are dead. Yeah. Uh, you know. Um, then Fig and Riz go down, and at this point, all of the healers are down. There is not a person who's up at this point who can heal. Um, everyone's dying. Everyone's dying, and the folks who are still out on the board could possibly attempt, like, a, a you know, a untrained medicine check to, like, stabilize their buddies, but there's not a way at this current point in time for anybody to get anybody back up from zero. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of pretty rough at it's this point. It's looking grim. It's looking yeah. like the grim adventures of Billy and Mandy. That sounds familiar, but I don't, I can't think of it. Heidi, you know it's a, the I grim do, adventures of Billy and Mandy. It sounds really familiar. I'm going to just do it quick. Oh my god, you're going to look at it and be immediately... I think Mandy, I can see it in my head. Mandy's the blonde. She's like with blonde. The, with, yeah. with the horns for yes. her hair. And then they have the, the the Grim Reaper dude. Yeah, who's for some very odd reason Jamaican. He has a Is Caribbean he... accent of some sort. I need to like I need to like watch a clip of this to like reawaken that part of my brain because it's familiar looking, but like not enough for me to remember anything about oh, it. Oh man. Um so many good memories of that show. It's it's <laughs> That was a good one. That was a good one. Early nineties a... and early aughts cartoons were just on a different level. I Yo, just have to say it. Early nineties, early late nineties, early two thousands. Mwah. Some weird shit. <laughs> yeah, man. Ugh, weird, weird shit. Um, and next, my next note is that things get even grimmer. Um, to stay on that sort of note and tone because our barbarian who's able to have most of their damage 
uh, is down to one hit point. When the barbarian is almost down, that's when you know shit is really bad. So Gorgug, uh, he is a half-orc, so when he goes to zero, he's able to like come back to one uh, hit point because orcs have uh, orcish resistance and they're, they're badass. Uh, so yeah. he's at a solid single hit point. It's, Next. it's not good. It's, it's not, not good. good. But you know, when things get really bad, Fabian runs on the wings of a dragon. <laughs> oh, I have right before that, in all caps, uh-huh. Jawbone, climb inside his mouth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jawbone. Jawbone. Jawbone comes up with a brilliant idea that he's going he's gonna to attack him from the inside. He's like, I'm going to stop the fire. <laughs> I'm going to climb inside you. Hey, listen, gonna... we didn't start the fire. It was always but burning he's gonna since end the it. world's been fire, been turning. But yeah, he's nice. Gonna end it. Thank you yeah, for yeah, my yeah. Billy Joel reference. I get one per episode. I'm declaring it now. <laughs> oh no! I feel like um, I've declared it before. Actually, I that sounds familiar. Actually, I gotta say. Um, <laughs> next, next we have uh, Adine's turn, and she reaches into her jacket and thinks. To herself that she needs. Oh yeah, make. I mean, I'm never gonna stop you from making your joke, dude. Do it. Sorry, I just looked at my notes. So Fabian going on on the wings of a dragon, (laughs) in the arms of the angels. Angels. Uh, No. Um. So there's a video game called Shadow of the Colossus. Uh huh. Um. And the whole point of this video game is that what you have to do is these big, big, giant things are attacking and you're fighting them. And the way to kill them is you climb up onto their backs. Um, Uh. So when I saw this, when it was being described, I went, oh, Fabian's going full-blown Shadow of the Colossus. Thank you for coming to my video game corner. That's all I wanted to say. I just really wanted to get that in about Shadow of the Colossus. Thank you. Nice. It's a very, I don't know that very beautiful game. Huh. Very, very cool. Very visually I... stunning. I love that. Yeah. I love that for you. Um, Thank you. <laughs> yes, let's talk uh, about the jacket. <laughs> yeah, Adine thinks to reach into her jacket and ask for something to help them defeat Calvaxis. Uh, at that point, Brennan takes a little break from combat to show us a full sci-fi film, a whole sci-fi world taking place inside the jacket, where they're racing and fighting and flying to bring Adine a wand of Ray of Frost, basically. I, I, I need this to you be a full-blown campaign. I need a yeah. full-blown campaign inside of the denim jacket because you mean, cannot ha- go into this many much detail yeah i mean yeah brennan totally can but yeah 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 i mean yeah he totally <laughs> it, can he, it is funny it is a it is a world inside of this world that he's created that he, that he has left untouched so i'm curious if we will ever get a sci-fi campaign well, be, from inside the jacket it would i don't be see so why not fun because like in the middle of the the campaign like you could have a surprise at I reaching in for something. So, like, they could be right yeah. in the middle of a battle, and yeah. suddenly they all have to roll to see they if have to... They, they get taken out and killed 
through a half-life. <laughs> through their half-life. What a full nightmare. Oh my god. Is then Adine the big bad of that campaign? Welcome to my hell. <laughs> oh my I'm god. your dungeon master. <laughs> oh my god. So terrifying. But that would be so fucking cool. It'd be very, very cool. Yes. Thank you. Um, in the next moment... Oh, she also, in that same moment, uh, calls to Basrar. To we call in... Scream. To call in their favor to get some <laughs> nice, nice yawn, nice yawn response. <laughs> but thinking, you know, Cole, you know, Calvaxis is a red dragon, so that means he's a fire dragon. So getting a little cold help here is is great. So she calls to Basrar to finally call for their wish of ice cream. Yeah. Um, but nothing happens on that yet. Um, in the next moment, Gorgug goes down he goes unconscious he gets yeah, knocked he goes out fully down and buddy and uh, my brain went to oh now it's mainly just jawbone and gorthalax and if gorthalax dies i am i don't know how many times i've said it but i will break the world <laughs> yeah it will it'll be really bad if gorthalax died for you yeah uh, yeah because because a dying goes down quickly uh right before that or after that um because my next note is that the party, everybody in the party, so not counting Jabon and Gorthalax, just counting the kids, yeah. uh, is down except for Fabian. Fabian, at that moment, is the only one who's up still. And he so is Tim, on the Gorthalax, back of a Jabon. dragon. <laughs> and he's running on the wings of a dragon. He gets onto his, um, uh, onto his bike at a certain point. But in the next moment, Fig, uh, so everybody who's down has been rolling death saves in all of the rounds uh, and their turns that followed. Uh, Kristen is stable. Fig stabilizes in that moment too. And in the next part, when it gets to Kristen's turn again, and uh, they've been stable now, they've made all of their death saves, uh, so they didn't have any rolls to do. And uh, Allie goes, "Can I just roll? And if I get a natural twenty, I can get back up." And Brennan, you know, goes, "Sure, why not? Go for it." You know, Why sometimes not? you just want to see. You're just like, ah, yeah, it's a throwaway. Brennan is a is a wonderful yes man, and he is willing to say yes to his players when they suggest cool things. And I don't even think he thought this was going to be cool. I think he just thought, like, sure, whatever. Sure, why You're not, not going to roll a natural 20. Uh, surprise. Allie, Allie. Does. Coming in Allie. clutch, my dude. Coming in fucking clutch with the plot natural 20s always on major plot points it's a beautiful moment um and a wonderful cliffhanger and a wonderful cliffhanger because this is where this episode ends and so it'll also be where ours ends too do you have any further notes before they get to listen to an episode that we've recorded weeks ago (laughs) um you know, guys, we're we're playing it fast and loose on too many bananas, too many dice on Daphne. On Daphne Channel. That's it. That, that's really that's all it? I've got. Like, I don't, I don't, so, I don't remember, because, like, I don't remember if we talked about it on the next episode. Um, sure. But you, you've, you told me that I got something right that I didn't realize I had gotten right in like an episode like yes on like episode two and I think yeah. we talk about it I don't yeah we'll talk about it really quick I don't remember if we talk about it in the next one I think we do um but I'll mention it again here just to make sure that people know um because I mean as Which they should I al- fully do not remember saying this 
I mean, if if folks are listening to this and they've already watched this show, they've hopefully caught the moments like this that have come up, like I did when you. It was a moment where you were just throw you were throwing out theories. Like you I was had some theories that accusations. You, yes, you like had some theories written down, and then you kind of just went off on a tangent and were like listing off theories. What if Me? it's this? What if it's this? What if it's this? I, would never. I know fucking wild but you did say what if it's uh golden horde what if he's the big bad or something like that what if he's calvaxis and you like said it in a throwaway way and then moved on to your next theory and i was like huh? <laughs> Just a oh little... she guessed it's the baba yaga <laughs> <laughs> she so... guessed too many bananas <laughs> oh she guessed too many bananas um, so you did get that. Uh, if I we reiterate it in the next one, then we do. My but... subconscious is amazing. It's amazing, man. What you am I going to get on the next series? Find out by staying tuned on yeah. the expansion pack. Yeah. Because um, uh, I'll say it now. We're going to put out. So this is episode 16 uh, of the expansion pact and of fantasy high. Uh, this is going to come out the same day as episode 17. I'm going to commit to that. Now it's going to fucking happen. Commit to the bit. We're going to commit to the bit. It's going to come out at the same time. So if you're listening to this, uh, you're probably going to go on and listen to episode 17, which was recorded in the past. I committed Um, to a meme weeks before and posted it weeks before I said I was going to commit to it. I'm in the future. Yes, and that's already come out now, and they don't even know about it because it ha- it's happening in episode 17. So this is all very confusing. But what I wanted to say is that uh, if you are interested in listening to The Unsleeping City, we have already started to uh, uh, record some of those episodes. Uh, we are going to take a little break from posting, uh, similar to the one that we just took for accidental reasons, but we're going to take a meaningful break. Uh, so when this episode co- comes out... Two weeks after that uh, is when uh, the next episode, which is going to be The Unsleeping City, will come out. So if you're listening to this on time with the podcast, this is, you know, for you. If you're not and this is all happening in the past, then it's probably already out. Have fun. Do your do your thing. Live your life. Yeah, I it think could be you, years from now. Who fucking knows, dude? It's a fucking podcast. Somebody um, could be listening to this years from now. That's weird to think about. Uh, that's weird to think about. I don't want to think about it. We're (laughs) immortal. But thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the Expansion Pact. Once again, my name is Heidi. And I just realized I'm immortalized. I'm Bridget. Yay. And thank you for joining us. Uh, bye. Goodbye. We're living forever in the recordings. (laughs) 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 Oh, shit, I do too.